looked to me, and I wasn't there for the whole time. But when I was on the road with you, Big was still alive, and the movie looked like the like the little children's version of what had like the little Disney version of the yeah, Big story. Yeah, it's just such a spoof. It was so much stuff that was incorrect and not really captured. And you know, Biggie was hilarious. Yeah. You didn't really capture that side. No, of not really. really I mean, you know, you, you you can look at gravy and see the resemblance and some of the things that you know that you know, every moment. But I mean, once someone's playing a role, they've got to connect with yeah, the character yeah. at one point. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, say, you know, there was. I wouldn't say there wasn't anyone else who could have played Biggie's role or my role. Of course, if I had it my way, I would have picked some girl from Brooklyn who mm. knows what it feels like to be from Brooklyn and might have had the same personality that I have because there is a certain sexiness and a certain gangsterness that I come with mm. and I'm a very complex complex character. I mean I can dress I can dress my girl up over here and look like me and you're gonna see her in the movie and say that she kinda resembles her after right, right, her right. getting into the right, role right. It's of a costume. Of yeah, of, of of doing the music part of it. But when you come to the personal part of it, like that was just to me and to a lot of people who know me very disrespectful how they um depicted me in, in the movie. But I mean hey we But how did you how did you like what's the real story? How did you meet Big? Um well, you know, the funny thing is, which they probably didn't either, which they didn't, but, um, you know, we lived on the same block. So I would walk to go see Caesar's sister, who was my best friend at the time, all the time. And Big used to always see me, and he would say to me, you know, I, I, you know, I would love to have a girl like you, you know, stuff like that. And I would smile and keep walking. My brother, who was here today, Big Poe in the building, <laughs> he, um, and Fendi, shoot, Fendi, we all came up in that era. It's like, if you knew Big, you knew him. And, you know, he was always kind of like funny. So he right. was always making friends, even back then. Right, so it was like a neighborhood thing. It wasn't like one day you met. No. Then, like, it wasn't. he was just always around, always around. And his way of hitting on you was almost joking at first? Like, he was yeah, messing with you. Yeah, it was kind of like joking, because I used to be with Caesar's sister all the time. And, you know, Caesar and Big and all of them would be together. And they would, you know, Big would see us. And, you know, he would just say little joking things or whatever. And then it was, like, you know, closer to the time when he did bullshit and party. I think it was. We would hang out a lot on his street. That's where everybody went, smoked. And, and you know, saying "guy high" on the step. That's <laughs> called Brooklyn style, Rosenberg. I know. I've heard what of I don't understand with this movie is how they're gonna make a movie and not even go to the source to find out what actually happened. That is definitely my argument, and that is definitely my confusion in my head. I don't understand it. So where did they get this from? Like, um, they get they get yeah, from information from people around. But what did happen was after um I heard the movie was greenlit and went into the process. Actually, they were, like, shooting when I found out. I didn't even know that the movie was being shot, where it was being shot. I didn't know it was greenlit. And actually, when I found out, I sick the dogs on them. Like, you know, the lawyers was down there. And we and so I basically almost stopped the process of the really? filming. Yeah. So what happened was they had to pay me, of course. And, you know, if, well, if I could your, do it over... For, for... I, well, they just had to pay me for using my likeness, period. Right. But if I could do it over, I probably wouldn't have accepted the money or, you know, just, yeah. I, I just, at the time, I looked at it like, 
whatever is already going in process is a biggie thing, right. whatever. Hopefully they'll do but the right still, thing. Right, because you, you still would want the world to know the story. You didn't know it would come out so bubblegumish. Yeah, and I didn't know that they were going to stretch and tell lies and you know stretch the truth and stuff. Would have like been that. better. Honestly, probably would have been better and much less cheesy as a really well done documentary because so many people are still around who could tell the story accurately exactly, like, come but it's on. cheesy to have them playing themselves too so what you do is you make a really well done thorough documentary it yeah. wouldn't have been as sexy it wouldn't have it wouldn't have made as much money right. it would have been like a more independent project but it would have been a the actual no story actual. it would have been the truth a lot of things weren't in there a lot a lot of things so then so you get down so then when like, did the rhyming part yeah, kick you in? Start, like, like you, you're hanging out with like them. When but... did you become part of a group like Junior Mafia? Like, well, well, me, me coming home from work one day and rhyming from him is actually rhyming for him is actually true. But how that happened was he knew me before I right, rhymed right, 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 for right. him. He would see me and say little things because he's always out. I'm gonna, I can't wait. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get you one day. You know, those type <laughs> of things. You know, but I used to be with Steve's sister all the time. I was coming home from work. I used to work at Bloomingdale's. So I'm uh-huh. from work. I'm like, Macy's Bloomingdale. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just rhymed for him one day when I was coming home because Caesar's sister would always say, yo, my girl know how to rap. I'm telling you. I'm telling yeah. you. And he used to be like, yeah, right. She's too pretty. Though. She's too cute. She got no heels, all that. Come on. Like, you know. And then I. And yeah, because girl rappers back then were like, a little more <laughs> shit out you, man. It was like thugged out. So. Yeah. I was the change of that era. You know what I mean? When I came out the Source Awards and I had on the whole Versace outfit, yeah. and everybody was like, "Whoa, what, what is going on? This is evolution. was that your first appearance? That was like my first like big first show. big mm-hmm. Source Awards. Damn. Source Awards, right? <laughs> so early on, did Big seem to know you could be you could be pretty yeah, big? He, he always knew, and he's he knew that with his guidance. Not height wise. No, not high one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you have a what? iPhone on top of your head? I'm just joking. This is trying to, trying to see what that might look like as a hat. Sorry, go ahead. By the way, you cannot throw a phone at Cypher Sounds. That would be way more Foxy Brown. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's not Foxy. That's um, you, uh, Naomi. Sorry. Naomi, yeah, she uh, Naomi, yeah, she's big on the cell phone yeah. throwing. Exactly. So he, so he had an inkling that it could be big. It happened pretty fast. I mean, did it happen pretty fast? Your rock career unfolded pretty quick. It happened pretty fast, but, you know, the mafia, we used to record it. You know, Daddy O from Steph, Steph and Sonny, yeah. that group. He was like our, you know, uncle or whatever. Yeah. And we'd record in the studio because we had a studio at his home. And that's where we kind of brought the mafia um, album together. And, you know, we were all, it took us about a year to get the mafia deal, you know. And, after and, his after Biggie's album came out, or um, like it was kind of during, kind of during. Yeah, because conspiracy dropped in what ninety five. Yeah, Puffy passed up on us because. Yeah, why? why <laughs> Big brought it to Puff he first. He felt so stupid later though. <laughs> why? Why? Why would he do that though? Like, because he didn't see it. He didn't get it. He said, "Well, it was a lot of things that he said. You know, like this is just it's not gonna work. Like you know, just he doesn't he didn't see it." And, you know, this girl, she doesn't look like a rapper. Like, you know, she's this wow. prissy girl. She's cute. You know I mean? I, don't, I never, you know, he didn't understand it. And then when he heard, he heard a couple songs from the Mafia, and then he heard my album. Mm. Oh, my gosh. He kicked himself. And that's why he jumped. Like, he made No Time my first single. Right. We all hated it. Well, who's on that? 
No Dumbo? Yeah. Him and her and Pop. Exactly. exactly. And then the next thing you know, exactly. he's in the video. You guys are on the escalator yeah, with the yeah. cold. Oh, no. So how did he do that, though? If he if he wasn't, at this point, you guys are on Atlantic or whatever. How did this, he, he Big He kind of, you know, he's smart. He just, he he got, got, we'll make it hot. I'm, I, it'll be, it'll, he just gave you the right. Yeah, yeah. when he starts cool. talking, like. Oh, he makes you believe. It makes you Yes. Believe. Oh, my goodness. He's and, good at you that. You know, then you're sold. Da, da, da. And then I guess Craig Kalman saw it as a really good idea because he really didn't know much about the direction we were going and what we were doing so i guess he felt like puffy is you know the the young urban guy he could probably help me with this but you don't know like no time single was supposed to be the get money remix and we all hated that song really no time hated no time like we hated the beat especially for get money Right. Remix? No. You know, we were like, what? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, it was supposed to be the beat. No time. Yeah. It was, was originally going to be the Get Money. The remix. Which funny, though, because in retrospect, at the time, No Time was kind of the poppy, or which is amazing compared to what's <laughs> happening now. It was kind of the poppy single, right? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, No Time's kind of... But now going back, I actually think the beat for No Time was pretty tough. But at the time, I could see where you guys were at, because cause Get Money and, and Get Money Remix. How old was, you yeah. 20 years See, old? and that's the thing. Let me tell you. Yeah, they, everyone makes this thing. Oh, you know, Kim's the old, the, you know, she's um the older F. But the thing is, is that your girl that we're probably going to get into later, I'm only like three years older than her. Because at the end of the day, when I came into the industry, I was a little younger than people thought. But what Unanim did not want to make me seem younger, which is reverse now, right. reverse now, and everyone wants you to seem right, younger. Yeah, yeah. But I talk so potty mouth yeah. that they, they <laughs> thought. That's one way I, of putting it. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. yeah they yeah. thought that if I came out and really said my age, that they would look crazy. Yeah. I was 17. When I signed my deal, we had to wait an extra year for me to sign my deal because wow. then I would be 18 and I could sign it. You know what I mean? I was no actually, time is like what, like nineteen years old? No time. I was eighteen, nineteen, something Damn. like that. Shit. Because right when Diddy died, I was nineteen, twenty, twenty, no, twenty, something like that. Was that when you did the, the poster? Was when the infamous? Yeah. yeah. 18, when 19. I when I shot that poster, I was actually seventeen. Oh, oh, I'm not looking at that anymore. Ooh. How did that about that now, Slay? That's what I'm saying. And they were like, "Oh my goodness!" So we, you know, because I did a lot of the photo shoots earlier. And then, you know, I'm going to tell you the story. He'll be like, yeah, because yeah, they didn't want to look like they were pimping this little girl. But I was I was grown. You know, I really didn't see anything wrong how people were depicting R. Kelly. Because I'm like, Dad, I was dating 25, 28-year-old men. Uh, <laughs> talk about that. Talk about that today. I'm like, wow, you know, this is definitely an industry thing. No, but it's funny because it was the same thing with Fox. Foxy was 16 years old and everyone knew that. I'm not I think she was like 15. 15, 16 years old. Everyone knows oh. she was fucking with rappers up at that time. Yeah. Like Everyone knows that. Without naming names, we all know those stories to be true. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Sidebar. If I was 18, then she was probably two years younger than me. Sidebar real quick. The, the famous picture where you're squatting down. Is there something stuffed in the front of that bikini? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, sir. What do you want? No, people have wanted to know that for you. Do you want to see? I should only see if you're gonna do something with your mouth. I heard that. Now, now you're talking. Now you're talking reckless. I'm a vaginatarian, Kim. That's all I eat. Her brother's here right now. Sorry. Hey, God. hey, hey, this guy. And, and Fendi's here. Fendi's not having it. He's got on a DC belt. That that belt right there has like, you know, it turns into things. You know. It's got really weird. Hey, answer that phone. See who it is. You have someone calling. Hello, we are in an interview. Who is it? 
Um, yeah, so... Oh, hi, Ebro. Hi, Ebro. So anyway, so, okay, nothing stuffed in there. People just wanted to know. So anyway, yeah, boom. So, but I know somebody who did stuff there. Who? Is that something people do to make their JJ look fatter? No, tell him no problem. Tell him to not please call during my fucking interview. Tell him, but I would have brought up some old shit. I was gonna say, I would have appreciated some lunch, you know, like some Caesar salad. Caesar salad. We're getting all that. Caesar salad. It's not good. Oh, so boom, so now it's 90... 95, 96. Right now, it's Junior Mafia album comes out. You go on the road. I heard so many stories about these days. Hilarious. What, what it was. C's yelling at some white baby on a plane. and some oh Shut God. your white baby up. I've heard that story. Oh, shut that God. white baby up is my favorite story of all time. Oh, and I got the, but I hate... See, you gotta understand, like, I hated those things that they did. I didn't... Excuse me, I didn't... You're the I only girl. With, well, how many dudes were on the road, like... 15 people like yes we were going to atlanta um casey and mary's in the front this is the funniest trip casey and mary's in the front they're arguing that's all they did fighting and arguing <laughs> and the next thing you just hear something that sounds like an apple Bow! mary punches casey in the face <laughs> on the plane and then he's like oh my goodness so you know they're, they're, everyone's trying to calm that situation down that calms down next thing you know you just hear seeds in the back i don't give a fuck about that baby Fuck that baby. I, what? I didn't hit no fucking baby in the head. But he really did. I mean, he's coming down the aisle. It's not funny, Zayda. I was so serious. mad at him. I really, I hate that. Like, this is really just ignorant. It's stupid. It's whack. He's got his bag on his shoulder. And he's just drunk. He's drunk on the plane. Yes. So he's running through the aisle because he had an argument with one of the flight attendants. Because he... Well, this lady got on a plane and she was very disrespectful. I must say that. She was sitting next to him and she just threw her bag and it like she was just having a bad day and she threw her bag across Caesar's head, mm. which was very disrespectful because if you're sitting next yeah. to someone and you're sitting in the window and you do it to the window seat. Yeah, you right? say, Excuse me. And she's pushing him. She didn't even say, Excuse me, to get to her seat. Yeah. And you already know, like, if you're on a plane, your knees are like this. Yeah. To the back of the seat. So he was like, Yo, what the wrong with you lady you know <laughs> and so she was like what i'm having a fucking bad day don't fucking talk to me and you know she just happened to be a white woman i was just about to ask you that yeah, was she a white <laughs> woman talking <laughs> reckless Those like fox. that being disrespectful a fox the to the yeah. rescue <laughs> and so he's walking down the aisle with his bag on right, his he's getting shoulder. kicked off right yes and you know all you see is all the red jackets coming <laughs> and they're like oh sir you're gonna have to leave now and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, Al jumps up and this person jumps up and then he's arguing with the lady and then she's like, you know what? You can go too. So he goes, but Big is in the front. He's sleeping. I heard sleeping. Big, I heard big went like this. This is what I heard Big did. He did. Let me tell you what he did. <laughs> well, for those of you listening, he put his hat over his face that, while he, he was sleeping. I don't even remember if he had on a hat, but he did swoop back down to his feet and he, he does this thing with his fingers when he's but he don't want to pay you know like, <laughs> <laughs> well, i run the tell big i'm the one because i'm like yo you know guys getting kicked off the plane you know i'm always the rider what we gonna do we, we, we getting off blah, blah, blah. he said you go sit your ass <laughs> we, go, we going to atlanta i don't know what the fuck they doing but we going to atlanta so i was like okay I'll go tell them. <laughs> so 
I went back and um, you know, I'm trying to tell them, but Caesar's in the middle arguing and they're just throwing out okay. It's just ridiculous. So I sat my ass down and Wednesday. you know, yeah, you know. So. Good old days, man. Yeah, the good old days. Big sounds like he was a pretty chill guy from all descriptions. Oh my gosh, he was the funniest, the chillest, but he could be a monster. I mean, I think that's what everyone has a side to them that you know you just probably wouldn't like. If you see it, I that, this, I don't think that makes. That's what ninety five. So Big was what twenty two. She's young. I'm saying we we think back to us. Biggie's iconic, right? Yeah. He was a 22 year old kid. 21 actually, or when we when he you know because he when he died he was going to be 24. 24. That Right, he was oh, going he's to be about to be twenty four. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, his birthday is like the twenty seventh in May. Oh he man, died in oh March. he died in March. Yeah. So he was only twenty three when he died. That's insane. Yo, when you like, think about that, it's iconic, and he's just a kid. Right, and you think about it, and, and Pac was twenty five. These are people that we put up on this pedestal, and then you look back and go, like, "Oh my god, how they do that? They accomplished so much. They were kids. We, yeah. You meet them now, and you'd be like, you're a kid. Get out of here.' Yeah, right." If they weren't iconic people, they'd be like, yo, park my fucking car. Go grab my bag. What are you doing? You kid. And these guys were icons. Yeah, that's crazy. But what's so amazing to me is that they're icons, which you're still here to tell the story, to share the memories, and to do more and bigger and better stuff. That's why I'm so important. I'm a necessity in this game. Like, I'm, I'm going to do some things. I'm, you know, very spiritual, so. You very, know, always. Like, yeah. They're like, I watched Little Kim. We went from doing, like, she had, like, a... a the Isley Brother remix, mm -hmm. um, Total remix, yeah, yeah, yeah. and one other song. I forget the name of that other song. You were going to do a song. Your song almost made it. Were you? Almost. <laughs> what? So, so what? Oh, what happened? Oh, what happened? my gosh. What was this song? We remember. liked the beat, but I don't know what happened. I don't remember what happened. We almost had a beat. made it. You had a beat that yeah, almost we made it. Because no, enough, you know, enough did to get money remix, mm -hmm. right? So I was like, oh, the DJs could do beats on <laughs> That's what he said. So then, yo, so we on the road, right? So I seen her go from that. Then I saw when the album went, when the album came out, then the album went gold, this hardcore album. And he was my baby, gold. so I was always pushing for him. Uh, but you know what? They never took me to no videos or nothing. I was pissed <laughs> off, yo. Yo. No wonder why he's sensitive about that stuff. Yo, we would be in, De like, we was in Detroit. I remember when they went to do um, Crush On You, I think. He was really tight. We was in Detroit. And they're like, yo, Sype, you got to go on this flight home. We're going to L.A. to do this video. I was like, can I, can I? Why is everyone else going to the video? What about me? Just stay home. <laughs> no, nah, because it was like, you know, it was it was different than like, you know, they already had so many people on the road with them. They didn't need the DJ. Yeah, they, they weren't needed. Yeah, you weren't needed. That was a lot. So we went to, then I seen the record go gold. Then the record go platinum. I'm like, just living through it. Just seeing everything change. Us going from vans to planes, first class. More bigger pickups at the end of the night. Are you so silly? Then fucking, we went to, um, remember we was in North Carolina? Carolina and I flipped the table over. Yo, <laughs> we was in North Carolina. There's two, these promoters, they always used to be in the tunnel, and they did a show in North Carolina, Twins. I think I told you this. Mm -hmm. We did the, the show, the DJ booth was way in the back of the room. <laughs> I go to set up, set up the DJ booth, and a riot breaks out. Right, Kim's backstage, everyone's backstage, a riot breaks out, fighting, punching, everything so i was like oh, i'm gonna go backstage and i go through the riot sneak through go backstage and kim is just like yo let me out of it they were like keeping her in there so the trouble would die down they wanted me to go on stage and perform still oh no they wanted you like to go calm the crowd down she's like no we out of here so she starts screaming everybody's like kim 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 she fucking flips the table over everything just went quiet <laughs> Shh. 
They didn't have out the rest of our money. I oh, they didn't have the money? Remember? No, I didn't know that part. Oh, yeah, they did not have the rest of our money. And I was like, what? Oh, they didn't have the, the That's dough. why they were trying to keep you back there, and that's why the riots broke out. Yeah, isn't that how the riot started? Was that Kim wasn't going to go on? Wasn't that what happened? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I don't play when it comes to I learned this. No, from what I learned, from what they taught me, Big said, no dough, no No show. show. I was like, guys, we're here. Let's just do the show. (laughs) They're like, no, we don't have the back end. I'm like, well, we got the front front end. end. Let's do the show. They were like, yo, shut this nigga up, yo. No No dough, no show. Yo, to this day. I live by that. Exactly. This day. Yeah. I mean, but you know, things are different now. Like, I don't get on a plane till all my money's yeah, in yeah, the pot. Yeah. But, you know, but back then, you know, you grinding, you know, you got to do pickups, unfortunately. And I didn't know what I knew now, which is you don't even leave a hotel till you get that money, you know? So, you yeah, know. A, so, so then, right, so I'm on the road with Kim. Seas is on the road with us. We land in... I want to say Virginia or something like that. Seas gets a call. Biggie's in LA and he wants him to go out there with him. <laughs> so you like, how you gonna leave? We about to do a show tonight. He was like, yo, Big wants me to go. So Seas left. Two weeks later, Biggie got killed. Yeah. I was like, I didn't hear from them. For, I didn't hear from you for like months. Like you just stopped everything. It was. Were you in the middle of working still? Were you like... I was... um, Well, I I was trying to get to L.A. so bad. And for some reason... And and you know, at that point, I was hot. I was the hottest in the mafia. So he wanted me everywhere. So it was weird because any other time, I'm like, I want to go, I want to go. He'd be like, come on. You know, he sends for me if I'm... Because I had my own album to promote. And so any other time... He was sent for me. I mean, he used to to the point where he would cancel my shows for me to come with him. Yeah. So I was like, it was so weird because this one time he was like, no, no, you are not coming out here. And I mean, you know, we were in a relationship, so all other things were flying. Oh, what the fuck? Who you got out there? What the fuck? So, I mean, but I guess spiritually looking back now, there was a reason why. But, did, he, but he wanted, he was like, I guess from what I overheard back in the day, like, he wanted you to be be your own artist, not yeah. Biggie's artist. So don't always be under him. Go do your own thing. Yeah, but and then but, when I got hot, all that went out the window. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, nah, you got to come with me. You coming with me everywhere. And so that's why at that point I didn't understand because he wanted me everywhere. But that, that one no. time, and he was like, no, 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 no. And I and I would every day I would tell him I'm get I'm gonna play I'm get on the plane I'm gonna get my own flight. He'd be like, yo, if you come out here, I swear I will make sure that you know all the security area. I will make sure that they take your ass all the way back to New York. <laughs> so I mean, I guess spiritually looking back, he just there was just no way I could have. Did you guys go any like long periods without talking when he was married and stuff? Do we go long periods? Yeah, or do you still communicate all the time? Like, the movie kind of depicts, uh, like... I would be in his house a lot. Uh, we didn't really... Only time we went with long periods is when we fought about other girls and things like that and other stuff. Or, or if we fought about music. Because we did have a really... We were in the middle of an ugly... Me and Snoop Dogg were really, really close. When all of that East Coast, West Coast thing, and Tupac and Biggie thing was going on, we we were like, fuck that. Like, we're going to remain as neutral as possible, and we're going to always remain friends. 
me and Snoop were really, really close. We were really good friends. And Snoop was going on this tour, and he wanted me to go on a tour. And Biggie and, and Puff found out about it, and they were angry. Oh, my gosh, they was angry. And I was like, you know, Puffy wants to pay me $3 a day. <laughs> Snoop's giving me $30 a day. What would you do? Right. I mean, 30000 you know? So I'm like... You want you yeah, want me to take yeah. three grand and he's giving me thirty grand at the time. That was really the actual numbers. Wow, that's saying. literally. Puffy the didn't even want to give me like he was like, all right, well, you know, because I, I, I'm high. Like wow, it's fucking. Yeah. Well, it's moving. Yeah, it was hot. Are you kidding me? You want me to do? Also, like, that's how you learn how to pay me so little. You shut the hell up. Get out of here. I paid you good. There was everybody else who wanted to do dirty, but me. I'm like, okay. See, I don't believe in doing what other people do to you. That's just, like, bad, bad karma. Yeah, even because a lot of people, the treatment that they got at the radio station, for example, Uh-oh. they then Seriously. throw that on everyone else who comes Oh, in. yeah, see? That's like, so hard. Like, like, for example, a previous DJ, let's call him, I don't know, Funkmaster Flip. <laughs> he used to treat me like shit. I'd have to go buy him toilet paper and cottonelles and what? shit. So now when I have a new intern, I'm gonna physically assault him, oh, throw him into the window. Shame on you, fuck Master Flick. <laughs> Yo, and then like I was telling you this, like all the shit that happened with Tupac, right? Like I was, you know, an underground New York DJ, so I was on my East Coast shit, right? I was on my East Coast shit, and then one day we go on the road, and Lil C's and Junior Mafia is playing Machiavelli album. And I was like, what? Why are you playing this? I'm like, Cease, Cease, listen. He's going to diss you right here. Listen. See that? He just said your name. He said, I'll cut your little ass up. Why are you listening to it? They're like, yo, you fuck with Deuce Rules. We always did. Always. I mean, I remember this clearly. And I mean, I I never actually went over to down the street. But, you know, I saw it. But I remember on Fulton Street. Biggie and Pop and Nas were on Fourth Street smoking weed. You know what I mean? It's like Pop said, I'm coming through and I got something for you. And he had this big black trash bag of smoke, you know? One crack nose, baby. He needed that good. (laughs) All three of them. And then Nas came through. It was crazy on that block. But, you know, it was like, you know, we really, we, we really liked his music. So they a lot, you know. Yo, really they, yeah, so they're like, they're playing Tupac while all this is going on. I'm talking about in the heat. Well, it's funny because on, on Big Pac, you know, was a very compl- complex character. And he'd go both ways and would just get really irate. Gemini, yo. Pause. Where, whereas. <laughs> he said he'd go both ways. Whoa, whoa. Just... Pause. Thank you, Kim. I rarely miss a pause. That's a good pause. Just... Thank you. Pause. I appreciate that. Um, but Big always seemed to take the whole situation rather lightly. Like, on record, at least how he talked about it, he never seemed like he was overly stressed. Like, even the way he addressed it on Brooklyn's yeah, Finest, on different like records. Side, funny yeah, he'd do funny little side jokes. Pac was on some, you know, prodigy, I hope you fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, he was out there talking crazy. That's where I felt like they differ from and, and where Big would, could be probably more of a mature man at times. You see, you got to understand they were both the same exact sign. So he knew Pac. He knew how to deal with it. was a Gemini, that, too? Big was a Gemini. Oh. Wow. And so that's why he was able to 
taunts with him. Like he was able to taunt with him because he knew him so well. Mm. And so he, he knew this would piss him off. That's yes. him more mad. And Biggie has that gift. He I don't he's very, he has that gift to he's a, he was funny. He was he was a jokester. He was always cool. He was very clever, very smart. His mom was a school teacher, so you know, he kind of, he was gifted, he was very talented, very, he was a, almost genius level. I, I think so. That's yeah. a, I think it's a fairly safe thing. But to... I mean, even out, outside of the music, he could be, he, he just, he spoke very, yeah, was very, you know, genius. Yo, um, so when did you cross over? When did Lil' Kim go from... That's a funny question. Lil' Kim rap star to Lil' Kim... <clears throat> Pop icon, pop right? icon, like. I think it was when she was on. Was it the MTV Awards? You did the red carpet, and you had the the one. No, it was before that. But that's when like white people were really like, yeah. what is going on <laughs> like here? Who is the black girl on the red carpet with her titty out? <laughs> that was that's pretty bold. Like, I think. Huh? What was the record with the you know with? Um, yeah. Is like that before that? Yeah, that? Well, the, the MTV was before that. Yeah, that was, yeah, MTV that was, was before that. Lady yeah. the MC, MTV was like, after that was after Crush on You. Yeah. Like, that was, you know, yeah. hardcore-ish. Yeah. It wasn't that far off. And I think that was probably the beginning. Then by Lady Marmalade, you were gone. I mean, that was <laughs> out, gone. out of here. Well, it's so funny because you guys see me as such this big, but I feel like I haven't even begun to reach that level. Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I can't really, my name may be as big as Puffy and Jay-Z and 50, but I don't feel like I've gotten that same treatment. I don't feel like I've, you know, I was able, ever able to, you know, excel the way that they, you know, did. And I mean, I know I had a lot of blocks and stuff like that, but, you know, I didn't reach my height and my, my, my pet. I didn't reach that, you know? Your zenith, your plateau. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I did a lot of work in branding myself. You know, that's that's one thing a lot of people don't even understand. And my record company just ran with all of the work that I did. You know what I mean? Which, you know, which is good. But it's, it's you know, it's crazy. Because I never really seen myself. People always ask me, when do you feel like you actually made it? I never really felt like that. Uh, it's not, but that's that for hardworking people, that generally. You're never, you're never that is the case. But you have a double challenge because, you know, frankly speaking, men have the advantage of as they get older... They get more attractive, more successful.